live around the globe. It's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Maxa's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome aboard. You're tuned into America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. The Justice Department said this week it won't challenge travel booking site Expedia's $1.3 billion purchase of its competitor Orbitz, saying the deal is unlikely to hurt consumers or reduce competition. I'm coming to you this weekend from London, where the town's in a tizzy because the new head of the Labour Party, Jeremy Corbyn, was considered as unlikely a candidate for party leader as Jesse Ventura was when he became governor of Minnesota. Corbyn's a self-described democratic socialist who became a member of parliament for, who has been a member for 32 years of parliament. And he just found himself the head of the opposition party. He quickly drew the ire of a lot of people here this week when his tie unloosened. He refused to sing the national anthem at a ceremony honoring the heroes of the Battle of Britain. Then there's a burning question of whether Prince Harry might be getting back together with Zimbabwean lawyer lawyer Chelsea Davey or actress Cressida Bonus. The prince just turned 31. Brits are concerned he hasn't married yet. In a minute, we'll meet a man who can tell you how you can take a tour to Britain related to the Queen's recent celebration of 63 years on the throne. We'll talk with our pilot in residence, Patrick Smith, and get his take on that British Airways flight whose pilot slammed on the brakes during takeoff when an engine caught on fire in Vegas. Robert and Mary Carey will talk with the Minister of Transport, Tourism, and Sport from Ireland, and we'll talk about religious tourism and learn the world's most popular spots in that regard. First, a quick look at the travel news this week. Busy week, busy week. Last Sunday, the day after we broadcast last weekend's show, came the terrible news from Egypt that an Egyptian military Apache helicopter mistook a group of Mexican tourists having a picnic in Egypt's western desert for terrorists. Fired on them. Killed eight. On Monday, a woman caused a flight from Miami to Chicago to be diverted to Indianapolis after she struck a flight attendant and a passenger. If that wasn't enough, she kicked an arresting officer when she was let off the plane in Indy. She faces charges of battery. On Tuesday evening, a flash flood at Mount Zion National Park in Utah claimed the lives of at least six people in a popular hiking area in a canyon. On Tuesday, a federal whistleblower protection office said five air traffic controllers last year exposed a problem that put planes at risk of colliding or accidents when they were rerouted due to bad weather or air turbulence. And apparently that problem hasn't been fixed. It works this way. Confusion occurs when one air controller directs a plane to change course, but his colleagues don't know he or she did it. So they might give conflicting advice. You'd think this would all be computerized by now. It's not. Controllers work with tiny slips of paper for each flight to track its heading. And on Wednesday came the news that on August 31st, American Airlines flew a plane that was not equipped with emergency supplies required for long flights over water, but it flew it from Los Angeles to Hawaii. The mistake was discovered when the plane landed in Hawaii. It flew back empty to L.A. Variations of the headline, American flies wrong plane to Hawaii, didn't make for great press for the airline. I don't even want to talk about the 27-year-old guy in the JetBlue flight from Anchorage to Portland, Oregon, who urinated on fellow passengers. Please! I could go on about the two planes that clipped wings at L.A.'s airport this week. No one was injured in the slightest, but still, I... Still! Or how about the woman who fell to her death from aboard a seaborne cruise off the coast of Massachusetts? Unbelievable week in travel news. Let's move to a happier topic. 
John Hale works with Rail Bookers. It's a London-based tour company that specializes in bespoke rail tours, not just in the UK, but all over the world. But uh, I understand, John, that you've got something for those of us who, uh, those of us in the colonies who uh, are fans of the royal family to sort of take advantage of the celebration of the Queen's long reign, yes? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, you, I'm sure you know, September the 9th marked um, the day that our Queen surpassed her great-great-grandmother for the longest time on the British monarchy's throne. Um, and in celebration of that, we've put together a tour package which takes you to, takes our guests to, first of all, two of her royal residences. So this is Buckingham Palace. Everyone knows Buckingham Palace and pretty much the centre point of London. Uh, and then secondly, Windsor Castle, which is another of the Queen's uh, most famous royal residences, which is just outside west of London. Um, so guests really come in. They arrive in London. Uh, we give them plenty of time to sightsee. Um, the hotel that they stay in is 15 minutes away of Sing Street in pretty much the west of New York. Um, pleasure to perhaps go and visit Regent's Park. Many of them. And the tour, um, so we pick them up in the morning, uh, we take them out west, and we take them over to Windsor Castle, and they'll spend the day there. They kind of, they get a, they go around with a tour guide if they want to. There's an audio guide there, um, and really, I mean, it's it's such a wonderful castle. Um, it's actually the oldest lived-in castle in the world. Um, it was built around 1066 at the time of the Battle of Hastings, and it's still a, a favourite spot of the Queen, real, real favourite. And she she regularly goes out and spends the night there, gets away from town, um, and, and then you enjoys have, the, the ground. Then, and, Sorry, yeah. and, then, and then you have rail tours elsewhere in Europe that touch on many historical places, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. We've actually got offices in uh, London, in LA, and Sydney, so any guests looking to travel to London would be working with our LA office, but we can tailor-make any trip, so we can customize any element. So you can start in London, you can go into France, onto Germany, um, or further afield, so go over to Asia. We do a, uh, a trip that starts in Bangkok, and it ends up in Singapore, um, all connected by train, uh, by flights, with excursions. Um, so really... Uh, taking the train gives complete flexibility to how you want to spend your vacation. Um, now we have about a minute like left. That, give me a couple. Give me a couple of rail bookers tours, just not in detail. But where else can we go in London in the last minute we have left? Excuse me, in the UK, in the last minute we have left. Okay, absolutely. So from London, trains go all over the place. You can head over to Wales. Right. You can head up to Edinburgh. Um, up in Edinburgh, the countryside is absolutely incredible. It's probably one of the nicest and most prettiest places in the whole of the UK. The northern, um, northeast parts of Scotland, which is a little bit like, which is almost, uh, it's actually quite close to where Balmoral Castle is, another royal residence of the Queen. Um, but we've also got major cities, such as Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, all the kind of cultural hotspots, um, and all offering something different to London. London in itself is very quirky, very cool, um, lots of great attractions, but other big cities also have a lot to offer as well. And then so, interspersed between them, great countryside. So uh, let me understand correctly that rail bookers um, can both do planned tours, say for a family or a group of friends who want to do a tour, but you also have uh, tours that, that are fashion that people can join, correct? Um, no, actually, you're, you're right on the first point. So when a guest calls one of our travel consultants, oh, we ask really? them where they'd like to go. And really? we create a vacation. Yeah, absolutely. So we create a vacation absolutely from scratch, from the very base point. So we have ideas on our site. But really, every, every vacation we create is unique. Um, no, there's no set tours that people join. We listen to the guests. 
Aston where they want to go and put something together that's completely bespoke. Fascinating. I, I, I'm sorry I didn't understand that. I thought you had planned tours as well. I, I like the fact that I can build my own tour with you and with the knowledge. Hey, John Hale uh, works with Railbookers, uh, railbookers.com, based in London, but they have offices in the U.S. John, uh, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rudy. When we come up next, Patrick Smith uh, talks about the failure of that engine on that British Airways flight that aborted its takeoff while it was rolling down the runway in Vegas. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. Stay with us. Don't go away. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. There are river cruises, and then there are river cruises on board the award-winning Emerald Waterways cruise ships. Emerald Waterways European Cruises won the 2014 Cruise Critic Editor's Pick Award for the best new river ship, and it's easy to see why. Shore excursions are included on almost every cruise day. You'll experience first-class service from an English-speaking crew, complimentary Wi-Fi, spacious accommodations, and... Gratuities, transfers, and port charges are included. To get your new 2016 brochure, visit emeraldwaterways.com or go to rudymaxa.com and look under Sponsors for Emerald Waterways. You can save time and money when you let emails.com do the heavy lifting by planning your meals and organizing your grocery list. I save two to three hours a week by not having to search for recipes, write a list, or wander around the grocery store trying to figure out what's for dinner. Each week I get a new delicious recipe with a corresponding grocery list in my inbox and free phone app. Life is easier with emails.com. Get two weeks of emails free by going to emails, that's E-M-E-A-L-S.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. If you suffer from muscle or joint pain, inflammation, or other aches, give All Natural Relief Factor a try. Just go to relieffactor.com and order your two-week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over-the-counter, body-harming painkillers. Instead, get Relief Factor. It's all natural and contains just four ingredients, omega-3, Reserveratrol, Icarin, and curcumin human. This product works, and if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com or visit rudymaxa.com, look under sponsors, and experience life pain-free again. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it, 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 get it, use it. Book your trip with Orbitz, get Orbitz Rewards, and use them instantly, only on Orbitz. Orbitz Rewards, instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com slash rewards. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back. It's 18 minutes after the hour. I'm Rudy Maxa, and this portion of the program is sponsored by Emerald Waterways. Delighted to have Emerald Waterways as part of the show. Have you had a chance to request their free brochure yet? You really ought to consider it. Listen, as they like to say, there are river cruises, and there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways cruise ships. This week, the folks at Emerald Waterways would like to tell you they're running a special, and if you book by September 30th, you'll get free airfare on owners' one-bedroom suites and grand balcony suites. Or you'll fly to Europe for just $4.95 round trip for all other stateroom categories on their European itineraries. The owners' one-bedroom and grand balcony suites have limited inventory, so you need to act fast. 
You'll travel along Europe's most picturesque rivers and Panasonic, excuse me, panoramic, <laughs> panasonic, panoramic landscapes, valleys, and villages. Visit the center of Europe's great cities like Vienna, Budapest, Amsterdam, Bucharest, and Cologne. Emerald Waterways won the cruise critic editor's pick for the best new river ship, and their ships include spectacular features like onboard pools and cinemas, plus an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks. Shore excursions are included at no additional cost on almost every cruise. You'll experience first-class service from an English-speaking crew, complimentary Wi-Fi, beer and wine, spacious accommodations. All gratuities, transfers, and port charges are also included. You cannot beat the value on one of the most stylish, innovative cruise ships running on rivers in not only Europe, but also Asia. Emerald Waterways serves Asia as well. So if you're interested in Europe or Asia, go to emeraldwaterways.com and order your free brochures to see how wonderful yourself these European and Asian river cruises can be. That's emeraldwaterways.com for your free brochure. Tell me you heard about it on rudymaxa.com or look on rudymaxa.com on the front page for sponsors. There's a direct link there. You know the name Patrick Smith if you're a regular listener to this show. He's a commercial airline pilot, and he is the author of the book Cockpit Confidential, and he curates the website askthepilot.com. And when I saw that uh, British Airways plane that screeched to a halt before taking off because one of its engines caught on fire and the passengers had to be evacuated, I thought, we got to talk to Patrick. Patrick, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Rudy. So what did you think when you heard that, that news report, first of all? I mean, how many times does an engine catch on fire like this? This was a very unusual situation, Rudy, in that it wasn't just a regular old engine failure. It was an uncontained engine failure where you actually had pieces from inside the engine, bits of the uh, compressor or the, the turbine or maybe the fan, we, uh, we don't really know for sure yet, uh, coming apart and actually breaking through the protective nacelle and impacting other parts of the aircraft, uh, in this case the, the lower fuselage. This is very rare, but uh, potentially very dangerous. And, and as we saw here, it, it, it started a fire that wasn't uh, restricted to the engine itself, but actually enveloped um, the fuselage of the aircraft. You know, sometimes uh, when, when, and I think we've talked about it, when you're flying, one of your engines will go out and then you restart it. Does this bear any relation to that? No, it does not. Um, this was an engine really coming to pieces. Um, that's quite a bit different from the sort of failure where you can uh, potentially restart an engine in flight. I see. Okay. So did the pilot do everything right? Did the crew do everything right? And who did what wrong? I think this incident was a great example of, of bringing out the, the best and the worst of those who were there. And uh, uh, let's look at the best first. I think uh, we have to commend the crew. Um, the flight crew, and in this case, especially the cabin crew, for what they did. This was a textbook example, I think, of what uh, an, air, an aviation academic would call uh, crew resource management, which is uh, everybody, all of the crew, both up front and in the back, coming together as a team. For the pilots, uh, as harrowing as this was in one respect, it wasn't a particularly difficult situation, um, recognizing the problem and stopping the airplane. Um, fortunately, the, the fire didn't break out when the plane was at a very high rate of speed. It, 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 the problem began early in the takeoff roll, which was fortuitous. And once the plane had stopped, from that point, really, it was, it was the cabin crew's um, moment to shine, and, and they did. And I think the flight attendants, more than anybody here, deserve the loudest round of, of applause for all of the attention being lavished on, on the pilots, uh, and there were three pilots in the cockpit. You know, this, this uh, 
really was was the cabin crews, uh, or the cabin crew really faced the greatest challenge. And that's evacuating the uh, passengers, right? Right, which which brings us to the passengers themselves. I said this this brought out the best and the worst in people, and 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 now let's go with the worst. Um, maybe the most disturbing aspect for me of this whole thing was seeing the video footage and and the pictures showing so many people taking their luggage with them during the evacuation. And I, I can't overemphasize how reckless this is. And sadly, it's something we're seeing over and over again in various uh, emergency evacuations over the past few years. Um, it, it, should hardly even, it should hardly have to be said that, that bringing your luggage with you slows down an evacuation and it, it impedes access to the, to the aisles and, and to the exits uh, at a time when seconds can mean the difference between life and death. I mean, maybe on board that British Airways 777, as the evacuation began, it seemed orderly, there maybe wasn't a great sense of urgency, but you never know. I mean, what if um, a fuel tank had suddenly exploded? I mean, the plane was on fire, uh, and if that's not a, a ringing call to just get your butt off that plane as quickly as possible without your stuff, I don't know what is. And meanwhile, cabin crews are trained to command people to leave their stuff in a situation like this, but that doesn't mean people are going to listen. So what do we do? I, I think one of the partial solutions here is to better emphasize this during the pre-flight safety demonstration. I mean, those demos, as, as they exist now, are, are pretty tedious. I mean, they're, they're a kind of legal fine print come to life, and, and nobody pays attention to them, and, and you can hardly blame them. Uh, I think the briefings need to be shorter. They need to be to be more concise. And one of the highly emphasized, strongly emphasized the bullet point items in those briefings should be that hey, if there is an evacuation, leave your stuff. I mean, all of your belongings can be replaced. Uh, it's not worth risking your life over uh, needless disorder uh, to say nothing of of the lives of the people behind you. My guest is uh, Patrick Smith. He's a commercial pilot for a, a, a U.S. airline, which uh, we are not naming. He's also the author of Cockpit Confidential and curator of AskThePilot.com. If you're interested in things aviation, check out AskThePilot.com and pick up a copy of Cockpit Confidential. Uh, there was also the suggestion, Patrick, that carrying one of these bags down might somehow, you know, could rip one of those uh, slides that everybody uses to evacuate. Um, I agree with you. There definitely should be more emphasis put on that. It's time to change that safety announcement anyway, even if it's just saying the same thing in a different way, because it just everybody sleeps through it because they've heard it so many, so many times. Um, and, and also, let me ask you, if you see a photograph of that incident, there's so much smoke, it looks like the entire plane is burning up, which makes it look, I think, worse than it was. Is that a correct appraisal on my part? Uh, could be. Um, I've, I've looked at the pictures, too, and, and the fire itself wasn't especially large, so there was a, a, a good deal of smoke. And, yeah. you know, the conditions were changing, so it, it's hard to say when exactly the evacuation kind of reached its uh, peak point of, of, of danger. Meanwhile, uh, to back up a sec, you just brought up a great point about the escape slides. Uh, I don't think people realize when you look at them in pictures and on TV just how steep and how high off the ground those slides are, especially on a wide-body aircraft where they can be uh, a good two stories off the ground. And they're, they're quite steep, and when you come down that slide, you're going very fast. Uh, the slides aren't designed for convenience or, or for fun. 
They're designed to get everybody on that plane out of the plane and away from it as quickly as possible. And even in practice evacuations, people are, are routinely hurt going down those slides. That's expected. Now you introduce luggage into the mix, and, and somebody's liable to, liable to be killed, um, you know, hit off, off the head by uh, somebody's baby stroller or 26-inch uh, rollerboard. I mean, taking a bag down the slides is, is extremely dangerous. I can't agree more. I have gone down that slide, and it is a very fast, tall, tall, slide, high slide. Um, last point. Generally, generally, it seems to me that the outcome of that incident was a testament to uh, the safety these days of, uh, of airplanes. Any opinion on your part? It was an incident of extremes, I think. On the one hand, it was the nervous flyer's worst nightmare come to life. But on the other hand, in, a, in, a, in an ironic way, maybe, it, I think, underscored just how safe flying is. Uh, you had this uh, potentially very catastrophic situation, a fire, uh, an aborted takeoff, and yet everybody survived. And I think that's mostly a testament to uh, crew training. Seriously, if you are interested and if you're a flyer or, or a passenger is interested in aviation, Patrick Smith writes for the layman. He's not writing for other pilots, although I'm sure they read it as well. It's called AskThePilot.com. You can find it uh, on the Internet, obviously. And his book, Cockpit Confidential, goes into greater depth on, uh, on commercial aviation and passengers uh, and, and, and pilots, how pilots think and how they act and why certain things happen on airplanes. Patrick, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Anytime, Rudy. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's world in just a moment. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you're seeking an adventure of a lifetime, an easy trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time for Iceland. Yes, Iceland. The Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's world listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Reykjavik four-star city break with spa and northern lights tour, or the Iceland escape for a unique spa and nature break tour. These are four-day, three-night trips starting around $500 per person. Seriously. Go to RudyMaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourism Bureau link for these great trips and more. You can save time and money when you let eMeals.com do the heavy lifting by planning your meals and organizing your grocery list. I save two to three hours a week by not having to search for recipes, write a list, or wander around the grocery store trying to figure out what's for dinner. Each week I get a new delicious recipe with a corresponding grocery list in my inbox and free phone app. Life is easier with eMeals.com. Get two weeks of emails free by going to eMeals, that's E-M-E-A-L-S dot com or RudyMaxa dot com under sponsors. are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy max's world it is 33 past the hour welcome back to rudy max's world with robert and mary carey thanks for spending part of your weekend with us this segment of the show is sponsored by emails.com you've heard us talking about this service for i don't know about seven or eight weeks now almost yeah, two months but have you checked them out we're enjoying this service because you'll save time and money 
money when you let emails.com do the heavy lifting by planning your meals and organizing your grocery list. Stop searching for recipes, writing lists, or wandering the grocery aisles trying to figure out what's for dinner. Each week, you'll receive delicious new recipes with a matching grocery list right in your inbox or through their free app. And right now, as a listener of this show, you can get two weeks free by going to emails.com. That's E-M-E-A-L-S.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. If you're a regular listener of the show, and we certainly hope that you are, then you've likely heard our broadcasts from Ireland over the past four years. We've made some good friends in Ireland. We've learned a few new things, certainly. We've experienced some fun moments. Yes, uh, and that's what travel's all about. Yeah, it certainly yeah. is. So a few days ago, Ireland's Minister of Transport, Tourism, and Sport, Pascal Donahue, was here in New York, and knowing Rudy's in London for this week's show, we decided to check in with the minister and see what's happening in the UK's island neighbor. Here's that interview. Pascal, thank you for being with us on Rudy Max's World with Robert and Mary Carey today. Well, thank you very much for having me on your show. Thank you. So let's start with Ancient East, which we keep reading about. Um, there's the famous Wild Atlantic Way on the western coastline. We've actually done that wonderful scenic drive that I think goes through, is it nine counties? Yeah, it's the longest provinces? touring route of its kind in the world. And it's been really, really successful. It's a whole variety of different counties located on our coast, mm-hmm. looking at out onto the Atlantic right. and there's so much to do from an outdoor point of view, from enjoying food, from spending time in all the local communities along that route. It's worked out really well at home and mm-hmm. with visitors here from America and we're really now looking at what worked well there and looking at how that now can work for other parts of Ireland and that's what we're here to launch this evening. Right and that's I guess the term you're, you're using right now is ancient east that's and exactly tell us it. what that is. Well basically across that part of our Island. We have heritage and history that's as old as the pyramids of Egypt. We have a number of different themes developed, looking at ancient Ireland, looking at Christian Ireland, looking at more recent parts of our history. We have everything from uh, Newgrange, which was an example of where really ancient Ireland uh, managed to celebrate its engagement with nature, up to fantastic country houses and gardens all over our country, wonderful cities like Kilkenny that offer so much from an architecture and from an art point of view and we're bringing that together under the kind of framework of Ireland's ancient east so that any potential tourists out of America that are interested in heritage, in art in history, in experiencing all of those things, we're going to put together a variety of different options for them where they'll be able to come to uh, Ireland and experience those in a really powerful way in a local setting. Well, very diverse. Uh, you were just speaking with Mary about the, the various tourism focuses and so forth, but share with the audience the health of the tourism industry right now in Ireland. When folks go there, what should they expect? What are some of the hot things that are going on right now and things that you see trending for 2016? Well, if people come to our country at the moment, what they're guaranteed of is something that's always been very special to our country. They're guaranteed a real sense of welcome. We don't take any... That is true. Absolutely. Yeah, very incredibly friendly. It's a really we always say that. It's a really important point. We don't take for granted anybody who comes to our country. Uh, and alongside that sense of welcome, which is really genuine, and it's so, I suppose it's something we've begun to appreciate even really more strongly in recent years, is we have really wonderful scenery and we have a really wonderful sense of history. Um, you'll have the opportunity to experience so much in a country that's really compact. So if you come and spend a week to two weeks in our country, 
you'll be able to experience a whole variety of different settings and visits all in a single journey. Yeah, very, very convenient to get around, very easy. And the diversity. And it's never also been easier to get to Ireland than it is now. So many of your own airlines have increased capacity into our own country sure. with more seats into Ireland than yeah, we've so ever you, had So you have before. the airlift in right now, which is helping. It's all about access. Absolutely. On a basic level, you can't welcome people to your country unless you can get them to your country in our first place. And it's never been easier to journey to Ireland than it is now. Anything that you're seeing trending for 2016? Uh, things that really strike me as been very, uh, have recently strengthened within Ireland is the appreciation of food. And in addition to all of the wonderful places that you'll be able to visit in Dublin, in our wild Atlantic way, or indeed in Ireland's ancient east, I think one thing that's now recently unifying all of that, and it's really strengthened in recent years, is a greater appreciation of really well-cooked local food. And I think in all our different communities that you're going to be able to visit, I think you'll be able to experience that. So from an economic standpoint, certainly Ireland is growing. I venture to say rapidly, am I incorrect there? Certainly surging with where it has been and recovering nicely. Sure, the recovery that's happening at the moment is one now that's very strong. We're actually now the fastest growing country in Europe. And hugely important to all of that has been tourism. And I just want to assure any of your listeners that when and if they come to Ireland, they can be assured of a great welcome. There's so much to do and it's never been a better time to visit Ireland. Uh, and the dollar will go so far in any mm-hmm. of the different places that you now visit across our country. Yes, and have been there four years in a row now, we can vouch for that. Thank you, Pascal, so much for being with us today. Uh, thank you again for having me on thank your Thank you. Up next, we'll head back to London as Rudy speaks with Kimberly Sturdivant Wasson with Virtual Tourist to talk about 10 wonderful places of worship to visit. Probably something we can all use. We're back in three minutes. Rudy Max's World by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. Face it, folks, shaving is a pain. Most people think an expensive razor is the fix, but three blades, six blades, heck, 15 blades won't matter. You'll still get nicks, bumps, and irritation. The secret to a pain-free shave? Cremo cream. Foams and gels are mostly air, but Cremo is a rich, impossibly slick cream. Any razor will glide over your skin for a more comfortable, pain-free shave. Want a better shave? Then get a better shave cream. Cremo cream. Red cap, white tube, find it at Walmart, Target, CVS Pharmacy, and Walgreens. Paying off credit cards can get expensive, and it can be an endless hassle to get a loan at a bank, which is why there is now another way to get the money you need at a competitive fixed interest rate without the hassles, fees, and risks. It's called Avant. Your loan through Avant can be approved in minutes, and money can be in your account in as little as one business day. And unlike peer lending sites, there are no costly origination fees for unsecured loans or waiting up to a week for the funds. So if you need a small or substantial loan, go to Avant.com to check your interest rate. We think you're going to like what you see. Right now, Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first installment is made on time. To check your rates with no effect on your FICO score and get this special offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 2929 at checkout. That's www.avant.com, promo code 2929. Loans are made by WebBank and affiliates of Avant, Inc. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Avant California loans are made under Finance Lenders License 603-K124. 
war. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Flu season's on the way, but there are steps you can take now to be prepared, like getting your flu shot. And Walmart makes it simple. Just walk in any time to get your flu shot from one of our certified pharmacists. No appointment necessary. To make it even easier, we accept most insurance plans. A flu shot's your best shot at staying healthy this flu season. And Walmart can make taking that simple step easier than ever. Some immunizations may not be available in all locations due to state law restrictions on pharmacist-administered immunizations. Age restrictions may apply. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it. 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 Book your trip with Orbitz. Get Orbitz rewards and use them instantly. Only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards. Instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com rewards. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Welcome back to uh, Rudy Maxa's world. Glad you could join me this weekend. This portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Have you gone to MyPillow.com to check out these great pillows? If you haven't, what's stopping you? In addition to regular bed pillows, they also offer terrific travel pillows. And right now, they're offering listeners of this show a special buy one, get one free offer. These MyPillows come with a 10-year warranty not to go flat. They contain a patented interlocking fill that adjusts to your individual sleep needs. I can tell you I've been using them for, well, since MyPillow.com came out as a sponsor. I had not known of them before, and uh, it really has uh, enhanced my my sleeping experience. You've probably tried a lot of pillows. There are a lot of them out there, but there's something special about these. They're made in America with all American materials. They can be washed and dried. They come with a 60-day guarantee to provide the best sleep of your life. If you disagree, just return them for a full refund. So go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, that's my first name, to get your buy one, get one free special. Try them out risk-free for yourself by calling 800-775-1983 or, again, by going to MyPillow.com and entering the promo code RUDY. You can also find the link at RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. One of the big things that drives tours these days, or people travel, are religious tours. Uh, and uh, Kimberly uh, Sturdivant Wasson is a spokesperson with Virtual Tourist, and they recently identified 10 places in the world that are exceptional when it comes to um, religious tourism. I've asked Kimberly to come on for this segment and the next to talk about them because, uh, and also send you to, uh, we'll put you, we'll put a link on our Facebook page to a website that has photos of these places. They're incredible. Kimberly, uh, nice to have you on the show. Welcome back. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. So now how, I mean, I think uh, religious tourism or people traveling for r- religious reasons, I guess, or at least to see religion, religious icons, is a very large component of the travel business. Is that your experience as well at TripAdvisor? Um, that's right, Rudy. Whether you're religious or not, when we were talking with the members of Virtual Tourist, 
They said that places of worship, of worship, whether it's a temple or a church or cathedrals or monasteries, are very popular places for them to visit. They said um, it's a great way for them to experience other cultures and to also see some amazing architecture. So with that in mind, we put together their picks for wonderful places of worship worth a visit. Well, I know most people like to count down to the first, but let's start with the first, which is Wat Rong Kun, 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 excuse me, Wat Rong Kun in Chiang Rai, which is in northern Thailand above Bangkok. This looks like, I mean, it's a temple. It, it's obviously a, a Buddhist temple. It looks like a uh, a wedding cake. It looks like it's, you know, it, it's white frosting that if you touch it, it might crumble. It's so stunning. It's, pre it's pretty hard to believe that this place really exists. It's, it's really known as, um, as the White Temple. It's a Buddhist temple in Thailand, as you mentioned. And it's incredible. It's a, it's a mix of traditional Thai architecture, but it kind of has this sort of almost comic book fantasy art um, that this famous Thai artist um, used to create. Actually, there was an earthquake last year that caused quite a bit of damage to the temple, but it's since been repaired and, and is always full of visitors. It's a beautiful place. Well, what, I, what I find interesting is the building on it only started in 1999. I thought maybe this was, you know, 100 years old. That's correct. It's, it's fairly new. And actually, the artist says that he has so much more that he'd like to do to it um, that it's not even finished in his eyes. Well, it's just stunning. And again, we're going to put a link on uh, my, fan book, uh, my fan page on Facebook.com. It's Rudy Max at Travel Leisure. And there'll be a link so you can go look at pictures of these uh, locations. Here's a beautiful, beautiful small church in Macedonia overlooking, uh, I don't know what body of water, but it sure is a beautiful, uh, beautiful setting. Tell us a little about this one. Sure. This is um, St. Jovan Church in Okrid, Macedonia, or also known as St. John. And as you mentioned, it's, it's by no means the largest church in the city, but its position on this bluff overlooking the lake um, and its, its delightful architecture really is what caught the eye of virtual tourist members. Um, it, it predates the mid-15th century, but they're not sure of the exact date. And it's a wow. great mix of Byzantine and Armenian styles of architecture. Um, of course, it, it fell into decay at the end of the 19th century, but then a religious revival brought about much renovation. And what you see now is, is what was completed in the 19th century. It's absolutely stunning. Wow. And I thought that was a small church until I saw this one in Alberta, Canada, called Drumheller's Little Church, which looks almost like a, a, a child's backyard play church. I love this one. Its motto is seating 10,000 people six at a time. Yes, it's Drumheller's Little Church in Alberta, Canada. And it literally only has six one-person pews and a pulpit. Um, it's now become really a popular roadside attraction in Drumheller, Alberta. Um, it, at one time, it, it had a stained glass window and a brass bell, but mm, those are no longer there. It was designed as a place of worship, but now just primarily serves as a tourist attraction. It's really All right, Kimber the Kimberly, look. I just got to interrupt you. We got to take a break. Stick with us. We got some more to go through. We'll be right back with Kimberly Watson in just a moment. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. To connect 
connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It is 52 minutes after the hour, and this portion of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by ReliefFactor.com. And if you've been listening to this show, you know that we've got hundreds of people in our audience who are taking ReliefFactor.com and have shared some of their stories with us about how they've gotten out of pain, arthritis pain, back pain, neck pain, shoulder, foot, and knee pain, muscle aches, and more. Jake in Grand Rapids sent us this email. He said, I've been living with shoulder pain for more than 15 years. Heard about Relief Factor on your program. Thought I'd give it a try. And after I completed the Quick Start Pack, I realized my shoulder had stopped hurting. For 20 bucks, I'm no longer taking any over-the-counter meds, and I'm starting to get back into the gym and have begun a weight training program. Well, after months and sometimes even decades of ongoing pain, many of our listeners are now pain-free because of Relief Factor. If you or someone you know is struggling with pain, you know it's dangerous to keep taking those over-the-counter or prescription uh, pain meds. You need to try Relief Factor. It's an all-natural advantage over chronic pain. And for $19.95, you get a two-week quick start pack. Just go to relieffactor.com to get your two-week quick start pack for just $19.95. Let them know you heard about it on rudymaxa.com. Because we know it works, and soon you will too. ReliefFactor.com, help you get out of pain. Or ReliefMaxa.com, look under sponsors on the home page. We're in the middle of a conversation. I cut her off rather rudely, but we had to take a break. With Kimberly uh, Sturdivant-Wasson, she is a spokesperson with Virtual Tourist, which is part of the TripAdvisor Media Group. And we put a link to uh, places of worship. 10 places of worship around the world that are worth your attention. If this is of interest to you, we've done, we can't do all 10, but uh, um, which, why don't you pick a couple of your favorites of the remaining uh, seven, Kimberly? I'll let you choose. Well, I love number six on our list. Um, it's the Shwedalgan Pagoda in Yangon, Myanmar. Uh, ah, yeah. It is truly an architectural wonder like no other temple. I hope your listeners will take a look at a picture that you have. It was built 2,500 years ago, and it's the country's most sacred and revered place of worship. Um, one member who actually lives there says that even though he's visited the pagoda many times, He's always spellbound by the majestic splendor because it's such a huge, gorgeous place. And it's said to actually be covered in more gold than all of the vaults in England. Well, I'm um, looking at the buildings, the gold spires. It looks like sort of the, 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 there's a whole sort of courtyard made of marble. And some people are sitting there, obviously, worshiping. And exactly. then all these buildings with uh, with fabulous gold tops, not, not just gold tops, gold doors. Exactly. And he says, go there in the evening. Most people go there during the day, but in the evening, when the the, the, the night light is kind of bouncing off of the gold, it creates this beautiful gold lighting up in the sky, giving it this, you know, yellow, gold, orange glow in the sky. He says it's quite amazing. Sounds beautiful. Give me one more, at least. Um, I also love the Spire Cathedral in Germany. It's got such a great history to it. Um, The Holy um, Roman Emperor Conrad II, he started construction of the cathedral around 1020. No, 1020? Yes, yes. (laughs) With the goal of it being the largest church of the era, and he succeeded. Um, And because of the size and the marvelous sculptures, it actually stands out as one of the most amazing churches in all of Germany. It's very important. um, It it holds very important Romanesque monuments from the time of the the Roman Empire. And um, it actually was a burial place of German emperors for almost 300 years. So... um, there's eight medieval emperors and kings of the Holy Empire there. And it was named a, a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1981. It's quite beautiful. It does look beautiful. We have time for one more. And I like the cave church in Cairo, Egypt. I've been to Cairo. I've never even heard of this Mokhtam Mountain. Beautiful. That's- 
that's the one I was going to go to next. It's quite interesting. Located just southeast southeast of Cairo, it's actually in an area that's commonly called the garbage city. Oh, um, yeah, outside of town where they take all the garbage and dump it. Exactly, but it's set in this beautiful backdrop of the Makadam Hills, and it's a, it's a Coptic Christian church created by the Zabaline, who are a community of garbage collectors who actually make their living collecting and recycling Cairo residents' garbage. It sounds pretty strange, um, but these Christians, who are obviously a minority in a Muslim-majority country, built these cave churches. They're built into the caves, and one of them is a monastery called Monastery of St. Simon, which has its own amphitheater and a seating of 20,000, making it the Whoa. largest church in the Middle East. That it's is 20,000 people is, is unbelievable. I'm looking, these look like the pews are made of stone, an incredible stone ceiling, a rugged stone ceiling terracing up. Unbelievable. It's beautiful. Your, your listeners really need to check this out. And, and here's where you can check it out. It's at virtualtourist.com, but if you go to facebook.com and look for Rudy Maxa Travel slash Leisure, um, you will find a link to these because you, and every one of these has a photograph, and I think it's really worth your seeing the photographs. It'll make you want to get on a plane, any of these um, that Kimberly has, uh, has described. Kimberly, I, uh, how, did you, did you poll your, how did you how did you find all these places? We always poll our members, yes. Um, we have over a million members from around the world, and we post in our forums and say, let us know what you think are the 10 places of worship, and this is what they came back with. Was it hard to choose? I mean, could you have put in 20? It was hard to choose. They, they gave me a lot to, to pick through, and then after reading their tips and seeing their pictures, we narrowed it down um, to these 10. Well, they're beautiful. You don't have to be religious to enjoy them. The architecture is stunning on each and every one of them. Kimberly Sturman Watson, thank you so much for stopping by. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Kimberly is a spokesperson with Virtual Tourist. It's part of the TripAdvisor Media Group. But check it out. Go to uh, Facebook.com. Go to Rudy Max at Travel, uh, Travel and Leisure if uh, this appeals to you. Uh, even if it doesn't, architecturally, you ought to take a look at the, the pictures. Hit the like button while you're there, won't you? And uh, by the way, if you don't have my uh, newsletter, just text me at 22828. Just put Rudy Max's World, all one word. I'll send it to you, and we'll be right back. Listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.